this Bahrain Grand Prix 2024 betting picks edition of the F1 Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Sign up today using promo code SGPN and then go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash dog to enter our bonus contest. Five winners will receive shirts, hats, and a $50 SGPN gift card. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit HOFBets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off of your first month and start making smarter bets today. Get ready for speed. You just wait, sunshine. You just wait. Get ready for the passion. To whom it may concern, you. Get ready for the raw emotion. See, ragazzi! Grazie, grazie, grazie! Dai, forza Ferrari! Get ready for the F1 Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Now, here are your hosts, Rod Gomez and Cody Z. We have waited. We have waited through winter months. We have waited through the end of football. We have waited through the beginning of NASCAR. But, Cody, it is finally F1 season. Bahrain is this weekend. Everything, everything happens as it normally does on race week. And we are so excited to begin yet another year of the F1 Gambling Podcast in earnest, giving you race picks for the first time in so very very long you know we're we're almost there with everything any car starts next week otherwise we're in it we're full on into racing season we don't even have to wait till sunday this time we got a saturday morning race for us this week it's gonna be beautiful just so glad the actual season is here it's back f1 cars on the track in just a couple of days i'm so I mean, we had them on the track last week, but on the track for real racing action this week. It's it's amazing. It's beautiful. Just, man, the offseason is just way too long in these sports, even though it's not that long. It's still too long. <laughs> I'm, <telling laughs> I'm just you. happy. I'm so happy it's back, Rod. Yeah, and and obviously, as we know, you know, testing happened, and, and you can gain a lot of knowledge from testing, but at the same time, it really is just testing. They are out there trying I to... I saw Max Verstappen was 17th fastest at one point. And now we're all going to hammer changing, bets against him. So, of the guard. Right? Is, no. that, is that what we're at? We're, we're hammering <laughs> oh, bets against him? Oh, that's because he didn't him? run any laps. Never mind. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and, and the reason why we really didn't kind of get into that, we're not necessarily the F1 recapping show and we're not really an f1 news show obviously we're an f1 gambling show and so you know obviously as it pertains to odds we'll be here for you which is why now starting this week every time there's a week uh, race we'll definitely give it to you we're also going to start to try to incorporate some other stuff we'll, we'll figure this out through the because we want this this show to get uh we just want the show to grow we want the show as f1 fandom grows in the united states we kind of want to spark that interest too uh, obviously, we we saw it happen last year, where you know, kind of got a spike in 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 fandom in the United States. I think largely in part maybe of Las Vegas, um, yeah. but you know, we we've kind of seen that hold on a little bit, and we're going to try to you know help you guys grow in the sport as well because not a lot of F one fans are Americans yet, or Americans are F one fans. 
suppose. Uh, you can word it either way you want, Both but ways. you know, we, we want that to happen and, and we're here for you and we're here to, to lay down some bets for you. Yeah. And if you're new to the, you know, a lot of times at the beginning of the season, you get new people checking it out, whether you've stumbled across this because you're a lifelong F1 fan, you're a new F1 fan, you're a, you know, a NASCAR gambling podcast listener. You're coming over here to listen to us. We're glad you're all here, no matter which way you're coming from. We're two NASCAR guys. You know, we're not going to hide that fact, right? We've gotten into F1 over the last couple of years through betting, really, to be honest with you, is what really got us into it. We love it. We love betting on it. I only know of one other podcast out there. Shout out to our friends at the F1 Money Gang as far as F1 gambling podcasts go. So not a ton of them out there right now. And uh, we have a lot of fun. We've cashed some we've cashed some really big bets over the last couple. We've been doing this a season and a half already, uh, which is crazy to think where this is our, you know, kind of our second full season, but third season kind of getting into this as far as the show goes. Uh, but it's been a lot of fun. You know, we're not the most elite f1 fans that know every single detail about everything so bear with us if you're an f1 elitist but we've got good picks we find uh, fun ways to talk about it and enjoy the racing and hey even if max Verstappen blows the field out by 30 seconds first of all we might have a bet on that second of all we're gonna have plenty of other bets we can cash throughout the field and and uh, make money in a variety of ways again it's all about the race within the race even if the race for the lead isn't always the most exciting thing um, the race within the race is always a lot of fun, whether it's the pit stops, whether it's the battles, whether it's the point cutoff or the podium or the, the top six or any other number of things out there, classified cars, all that stuff. So we're in, we're in for another fun season of betting. Um, we've had a lot of fun, made a lot of money the last couple of seasons. So I'm pumped. I'm excited that uh, it's back and that we're doing it all over again. And of course, now new to this season, we'll be doing most of the pick shows, if not pretty much all of them, I'm pretty sure, uh, live on YouTube. So the NASCAR Gambling Podcast YouTube, if you want to get involved and start chatting with us over there, we more than welcome the company. And if you are an elite F1 fan, eh, it's a very easy way for you to instantly correct us because, again, we are not above. (laughs) We want to learn, too, and that's the other thing. We want to learn more about it. I mean, we know what we know, but... Obviously, if you've been a lifelong F1 fan, you've got some years on us, and we are more than willing, more than willing. My ego is not big enough to, to not learn something new about something every each and every day. So uh, we would love to hear from you in the chat as well. A lot of fun, man. A lot of fun, Cody. We've had so much fun with the NASCAR Gambling Podcast Live these last couple of months. I'm, I'm excited to, to, to take it over to the F1 Gambling Podcast. Yeah, yeah, same. Uh, just real happy, real excited that, that we're back and that we're here stumbled on us from the nascar side of things thanks for joining it we appreciate it same dudes here just talking f1 style of racing anyways rod do you, should we go through there's been a couple of name changes a couple of things that changed up in the off season here we talked about some of it during the off season shows but if you're just getting caught back up um and, and jumping back into the season there's a couple of things that have changed so i figure we'll go over those real quick alfa romeo um is changing their name no longer alfa romeo they're now going to be the Sauber uh, brand as they're transitioning away from the Alfa Romeos towards Audi in 2026. Um, Alfa Tori, which is Red Bull's junior team, also going to be changing uh, their name. And oh, why does it not have the, the name Racing right Bulls? <laughs> yes, the Racing Bulls is basically all you need to know. Uh, they're also the Racing Bulls Cash App, Visa, Mastercard, Discover, something else, but. Uh, the racing bulls is is what we're gonna go with. 
It's I. It's so funny. The racing bulls. Uh, yeah. There's there's R. What they even just on the on the website itself is so just listed as RB. Uh, not even any. It's it's the Visa Racing Bulls Cash App. That's yeah. or no, that's yeah, the, Visa Cash App Racing Bulls Formula One team. That's what it is. Yeah, that's the full name. Other than that, um, you know, I don't. Did we even have any driver changes? Really? Not really. Um, everybody's no, pretty much everybody's. The same. But yeah, I mean, Logan Sargent's back. Uh, you know, Daniel Ricardo starting the year with AlphaTauri slash. Yeah, I was gonna say not Red not Bull out Jr. the racing bulls. <laughs> uh, racing bulls, right? Uh, he didn't start the season last year, but he ended the season with them. So yeah, really everything else is is kind of the same. Lewis Hamilton's obviously going to Ferrari, but that doesn't start until next season. So that's kind of been the biggest news as of late. Um, and we we talked about that a little bit on our uh, was that on the IndyCar show I think that we had earlier last week. So uh, check that out. But uh, yeah, and and Daryl checking in. He's a big F1 fan. So shout out to Daryl. Uh, better name than the Kick Steak team, which is the uh, which is the Sauber. That's their full name. So we're just gonna call them. Sauber. It's a kick. It's Kick Sauber. I think is what the official yeah. the official name of them is. But yeah, it's better than the Sauber Steak. That sounds like something you would or the Kick Steak. That sounds like something you would order a restaurant. Uh, I'd yeah. like to kick steak, please. I'll take the kick steak. Yeah, take steak. medium, medium rare. It's yeah, good. please. Thank you very much. Uh, just leave a little pink in it, and we'll be good to go. <laughs> uh, yeah, honestly, it'll be fun because again, a lot of these guys now solidified in this. We're we're not seeing the turmoil that we saw kind of last season, where we saw quite a few driver changes. Of course, this this uh, this Lewis <laughs> <Next> one. <laughs> yeah, Hamilton's gonna. Well, and yeah, I mean, the really silly season is already started to kick up. Right, season even started and. We're already into the silly season with the Lewis Hamilton news. Obviously, that's going to lead to Carlos Sainz news. Uh, you know, I think I want to say Checo's in a contract year. Ricardo's still kind of hanging but on. But is Checo ever safe at this point? That's well, I mean, yeah. now well, that's that's the same thing with Carlos Sainz, though. Like, is he really ever? You know, those the second guys at these big teams, they've always got a little bit of hanging over them, and and with pieces starting to shift and and move now. <clears throat> You know, Ricardo shows up and looks really good in the racing bowls. I said last year he would replace uh, Checo. Maybe this is the year. Who knows? So uh, we're in for definitely a fun, dramatic season, and uh, I'm excited for that. And it all kicks off with Bahrain. We'll kick it off with our bets and our race preview. But first, let me tell you about Underdog Fantasy. Hey, listen, here's the thing, right? We have killed it. We crushed it this last week. If you're a NASCAR gambling uh, podcast listener, Go back because we actually did. We swept the board. We gave you six picks. All six of them hit. Lucky there to, to have that super speedway bump that we had. Uh, but we're going to run it back again this week in Las Vegas. We're going to make sure to give you all the underdog fantasy picks that you could ever want and ever need. And F1, too, when F1 kicks up, we will definitely be giving. Just keep your eyes out there. Keep your eyes on the F1 Gambling Podcast Twitter. Uh, we may, may even make some F1 gambling shorts on the station just to give you some underdog picks and plays for the slate in Bahrain because we want you to get involved in underdog fantasy. It's the easiest place to play fantasy sports and it's also the fastest growing fantasy app in the industry. The Pick'em games, again, all you got to do is pick higher or lower on the total, the, the starting position uh, that they give you and and or the finishing position rather that they give you. Pick better or worse then, and you could definitely just earn up to 100 per, 100x. I'm telling you right now, I get so excited to talk about Underdog because we helped so many people just pretty much kill it there last week. So we need you to do it again, and we need you to be able to get in there and to run it back. We love Underdog. Uh, so sign up now with the promo code RACE SGPN. 
You're going to get your first deposit doubled up to $100 as well as an instant pick'em special. So go visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the App Store. Don't forget to register with our promo code RACESGPN to get your first deposit doubled up to $100 as well as an instant pick'em special. Must be 18 and older and present in the state where where Underdog operates. Terms apply. Concerned with your play? Call 1-800-522-4700 or visit www.ncpgambling.org. SGP is also teaming up with Underdog to give you even more of a bonus. Sign up between now and the end of the month. Five winners are going to receive an Underdog hat, Underdog shirt, and a $50 SGPN gift card. Sign up today using promo code RACE. SGPN and then go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash dog to enter the contest for your chance to win. Cannot say enough good things about them. Absolutely love myself some underdog. All right. We go to the Bahrain International Circuit. Bahrain first Grand Prix here was in 2004. If you're brand new to the show, we take a look at the track and tell you exactly what it looks like. Uh, we did that last season. It was brand new. This is this but, is where uh, we need the uh, the input of the live chat. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's for sure. What do you think it looks like? Because I I said that it looks like a one of those heavy duty staplers. That's I'm gonna go with it. The the ones that yeah. you use to staple in walls or drywall or whatever. Uh, that is that is my take on it. I think it looks like a stapler. That or it looks like like a cardinal that has like its feet tucked up. You could go with that. See, it's got like the head and that. I don't know. Oh, that could um, might be might be going a little bit out there. So yeah, it could be. <laughs> uh, the great thing about this track is that there are uh, fifteen corners on this one. Uh, several hairpins. A great great opportunity for that. But there's three DRS zones. You gotta love three DRS zones. Uh, a DRS zone there coming out of uh, fifteen to one. And then you got one between uh, thirteen and fourteen. And you've also got one, a real kind of short one, between uh, six and, or I'm sorry, eight and nine. I had to make it bigger. My eyes are not that big. But uh, 57 laps around this 5.412 kilometer track. So just over three miles for a distance of 308.234 kilometers. The, tr- the lap record here was set in 2005, one minute, 31 seconds. by Pedro De La Rosa in 2005. This is the one. This kicks off the season, man. This is this is where for all of the where it all starts, where all of the trends start, where all of the teams learn what they've got now in race trim. So it's going to be yet another exciting start to the season. Yeah, it's uh, this is a great place to kick it off. It's been the starter for the last couple of years. 20 years of coming here now. 2004 was the first one. Um, and like I said, it's kind of an early week, uh, FP one, FP two, both on Thursday here in the States. Um, FP three will be on Friday qualifying on Friday and the race early Saturday morning, uh, 10 AM Eastern time. What is that? Six o'clock for you then over there on the seven, the left coast seven, seven. I can't do math is tough for me, but, uh, (laughs) it is, it's nice. We're getting, I think these first two races, I think Saudi is also a, a Saturday race. So. I don't mind that at all. Wake up on a Saturday morning and uh, get some F1 in. Yep. Grab my cup of coffee and my SGPN mug and uh, and enjoy the race. So we definitely will do exactly that. Uh, look, I mean, there should be no surprise as to what the race results were last year. Um, but listen, here's the thing. As much of a slam dunk as we think it is, right? Max has not won every single race here 
uh, over the last few seasons. He did win last year, but then again, he won a lot last year, so we can't necessarily count that out. But uh, that was the first race that he'd won on this track. The previous winners of this one, Shaw Leclerc in 2022, Hamilton in 2021, Perez even in 2020, uh, and then Hamilton in both 2019 and uh, early 2020 race. They ran it here twice in uh, in 2020, obviously because of COVID year. But um, yeah, I mean, this isn't a slam dunk as much as we think it's a slam dunk. The books obviously think it's a slam dunk because the books still are giving Max Verstappen. I saw it at minus 300. Yeah, minus minus 300 is pretty much what he's at everywhere. Kind of to be expected, right? It's it's going to be that or or worse unless we suddenly don't see him winning races. We, you know, his race win total set at 15 and a half. He's probably going to win a lot of races this season. Um, and, and that's just part of it. That's how it goes. Uh, you know, lane minus 300, not necessarily super appealing. So luckily, Rod, we found other ways to, to bet on the F1. And uh, that's that's what we get to do. So, yeah, again, <laughs> thank if- God for that, because. Minus 300 is a, is a tough one. Yeah, if you're a brand new F1 listener and you're coming here from the NASCAR Gambling Podcast, the great part about F1 and the books in F1, we have a ton. Every week there is a ton of angles. to. You could bet on practice speeds. You could bet on qualifying. You could bet on, I haven't seen the fastest pit stop yet. They have not given us that one. Therefore, that's not Ooh, on the card. I saw, I saw it somewhere. I saw uh, it somewhere when I was looking. I'll try and find okay, out Okay, you'll have to was. find it. But normally I, I like to give out a fastest pit stop uh, bet because it is, of course, uh, always pretty much a slam dunk that Red Bull is going to do it. Uh, however... It's not necessarily been a slam dunk the last few uh, races of last year, so I'll have to do a little more research before I give you another. At, at three sixty-five, Red Bulls plus one ten. Oh, there we go. Ferrari oh. three hundred, McLaren three fifty, Visa Cash App Red Bull five hundred. I may have to may have to delve into that one during the the next break, and or while you're setting up your first bet and do that. But again, because you probably look at these odds and go, "Holy cow, what in the world am I looking at? This guy's minus three hundred to win the race." He's like minus 250 to win the poll. I mean, how how are you supposed to bet on it? Well, the good part about it is there's so much to bet on that we find good angles for you all around to where you don't have to care if Max wins the race. And even if he does win the race, sometimes there's bets, and we'll have one here, I'm, I'm pretty sure, um, that how much he wins the race by, right? You don't even necessarily have to, to know who wins the race, just how much it is to race by. So... Uh, yeah, I'm telling, or, or wins the race by. So there's plenty of opportunities, plenty of angles for you to bet, and the books continue to just keep adding more. So we we have fun with F1 because of the variety of bets that we are able to place week to week, and so you'll get a taste of that um, in this card because we try to give you a little flavor all over the place just to keep you, um, I mean, just to keep you in in uh in engaged and, and having fun on a weekly basis. Yeah, absolutely. See, this is why we need the people in the live chat. Daryl chiming in with V carb, much easier to say. So maybe that's just how we'll how we'll refer to uh, the Visa Cash App Red Bull team. V carbs, <laughs> the V carb. Too many V carbs for you. So, um, <laughs> all right. Well, Cody, I think uh, I think we should start laying out some bets, right? I'm makes just we've been waiting for several months to do it. So let's get to it, shall we? Let's do it. But. Let me tell you about Hall of Fame Bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NBA season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NBA and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame Bets, a revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have 
value. Stop betting in the dark. Join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off of your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. All right, Cody, it is time to begin our first betting card of the season. Where do we begin? We're going to kick it off with Charles Leclerc. Uh, got him finish on the podium. He's plus 105 over on Caesars. Not the sexiest line ever, um, but look, he's been really good here. You go back to last season, the result not indicative of the race. He was in third place on lap 40, uh, sitting on the podium, right? Forced to retire with a power unit issue. Won this race back in 2022 as well, so he's been good here the last two seasons. Um, Ferrari, always a team you kind of expect to step up and do better. We know that Ferrari can Ferrari and get in their own way, and that is, of course, the biggest concern always. But look, uh, Lewis Hamilton's coming to town next year, right? Uh, Charles Leclerc, might be time to make sure you fully establish yourself as as the number one guy over here and, and take your rightful place as the, as the top guy of Ferrari, which we know he is, but uh, really reinforce that before the addition of Lewis Hamilton. I think he's going to start the year off on a strong suit. Um, and you look at last year, I mean, he ended the season on a strong suit, right? Ends up second place in Abu Dhabi. Um, he was second place at Vegas the race before that, led 10 laps there as well. Um, three of the last four races, he's finished on the podium of last season. Um, of course, Abu Dhabi, Vegas, and then Mexico as well. Um, and I think that just a lot of, you know, a lot of pressure going to be on him a lot of, Hey, let's, let's get this thing in shape, get ready for when Lewis joins us next season. Ferrari always has high expectations. You're coming with a fresh season. You got to think that Ferrari can't be held down forever, right? They're Ferrari. They always find their way back to the top. They've been around forever. They're such a, a legendary good team that a guy like Lewis Hamilton's leaving Mercedes to come over there. Uh, you know, everybody wants to wear that Ferrari red at some point, and Lewis is going to do that. Charles been lucky enough to do it and be the number one guy. I think he's going to continue to show that that happens. Even if Red Bull is light years ahead of everyone, right? Max just comes out, destroys the field. Checo's really good, finishes second. All Charles Leclerc has to do is finish third here to get on that podium. So give me Charles Leclerc uh, plus 105 for a podium finish over on Caesars. I mean, just the simple fact that this is plus money for a podium for Shaw, it tells you where the books are sort of, I feel like they're hedging in a way because it's it's not it's not minus money, so they're not trying to gouge you, but it's also not necessarily all that priced up for you to, to totally jump on it. But, I mean, it's still a smart bet because Shaw Leclerc at any point. I mean, obviously one of the best three drivers, if not best four drivers in the sport right now. And, I again, you have to throw Max in there. you got to throw, I mean... Depends on where you put Checo in that top three and or four, but, you know, Lewis and, and Shaw, I think those three, Leclerc, Shaw, and, and uh, Verstappen are, are the three that are the that are the best right now. And so it's just a matter of where you put them uh, at this point. So I, I like that. I do like your Leclerc take uh, on the podium. I'm going to go uh, one with you as well. I'm going to take Leclerc on there, but I'm going to also put him with Alonzo and Gasly um, to all have points finishes. Right, this is a kind of a, a Caesar's same game parlay that they threw together. You can find this at plus three sixty over there right now. So you got Alonzo, Gasly, and Leclerc, all three points finishes. You literally just laid out the the points for Leclerc, so I don't have to re go over that. But the weak link of this, 
believe it or not, may not even be Gasly. Uh, it could be Alonso, uh, especially on this track. But I will say that three of his last four finishes here have been points finishes. Uh, he finished seventh in 2018. He had brake problems in 2021 that uh, he only ran 32 laps. But he was he did start in ninth place, which means, you know, a lot of times in F1, that starting place, that's kind of around where you finish unless you have problems. So he was in the points. He started in the points. I feel like he could have kept himself there. And that was when he was with Alpine. Uh, and then in 2023, last season, he started fifth. That was part of his fantastic start to the season. This is when everybody yeah. thought Alonso was... shocked the world. Yeah. Like, Whoa. Third place finish. <laughs> he finished on the podium in that race uh, in his first one with Aston Martin. So everybody was uh, pretty much impressed by that one. And he went on to do it a couple more times. So let's see if he can keep that. Gasly, though, again, it, this is kind of the one where everybody's like, yeah, but he's he's not really a points driver all the time. He did finish ninth place here uh, in the opening of the season last year. And we actually thought good things all were coming because he finished ninth uh, the following race in, in Jeddah. But unfortunately, just kind of fell on hard times uh, after that. His average finish, though, is in the points. It's 10.7. So he had points finishes at Austin, in uh, Suzuka, in, in Marina Bay. He had a third place finish in the Dutch Grand Prix too, which was fantastic. Tenth in Spielberg, tenth in uh, uh, Spain as well, and then Monte Carlo seventh in Miami eighth. So he can get there. Like uh, it's Gasly can get there. It's just a matter of uh, will he be able to start the season off right and and on the right foot uh, as we know he can, and I think he can. So we've got again. Leclerc in there who if he doesn't finish in the points it's because he suffered some serious issues uh and and got out of the race uh and then we've got Alonso who's been a solid addition to uh to Aston Martin last season and then Gasly again one of those fringe points drivers every single week so I think he can get in there I like the number two I like plus 360 for all those three to finish in the points yeah I like it as well because you know it, it brings in you look at these guys and I mean Leclerc obviously he's minus 800 to finish in the points so there's no way to do that and then you've got Alonzo he's plus two or minus 250 so also a very big number you know and then you throw the ghastly thing in there and really barring any issues which obviously can happen Leclerc and Alonzo should be in the points so you're just upping that number on getting ghastly in there up to the plus 360 so I like that that's a good way to tackle it bingo uh all right what is our next bet yeah, I did not mean to do it this way. Look Ron, at you, car lifting uh, in the F1 Gambling Podcast. <laughs> if you listen to, uh, if you listen over to the NASCAR Gambling Podcast, got the car lift. Uh, bring it over to the F1 Gambling Podcast this week because it just kind of landed this way. I wanted to get it on an Oscar Piastri. I'm very, very high on Piastri coming into the season, and the numbers are pretty nice for him. Um, and uh, man, you, you just. You, you got to ride this car lift with me. So go on Oscar Piastri. Again, I think he's one of the most talented young drivers we've seen in a while in the sport. Um, McLaren thing, kind of interesting because all off season, they've been second to, to Red Bull and every odds after the testing things shift a little bit. It's so hard to, to measure with the testing. I, I don't know. It's different drivers and people running different things. And how are they showing everything they've got? You don't exactly know everything. I know you're shaking out the bugs and stuff, but I still have some belief in in McLaren. So all offseason, the books and everyone thinks that, you know, um, McLaren's going to be solid. I think Piastri is going to be solid. So let's put those two things together. Ride this car lift. I'm going to take Oscar Piastri to finish in the top six. 
plus 220. Finish on the podium, plus 750. If you think you can get to the podium, Rod, we got to throw in a top two because it goes from plus 750 to plus 2,500 for one spot. You got to have both of those, right? Fastest lap, 40 to one over on Caesar. Um, and then I'm also going to toss in here just because the number seems great. Double points finished for McLaren is minus 137. That's not that much to pay over on Caesars. And, you know, Lando again, according to the books all off season, was second place to, to Max. If that's the case, he should easily be in the points. If I think that Lando's or that Piastri is getting in here anyways, let's toss them in there together and do it both ways. Um, so looking at Piastri, only ran 13 laps here last season, had an issue earlier, um, you know, earlier on in the race that that got to him. But he had a sixth place finish at Abu Dhabi to end the season on a very strong run. He was second at Qatar. He had a third place finish at Japan. Uh, five top six finishes last season. So he was very strong to. You know, as we kind of got into the season, really started to show that talent. McLaren, again, kind of the only ones who could really keep up with Red Bull towards the end of the season to a degree in those last couple of races showed us a lot. Hopefully they kind of continue to step forward on that. Um, and then as far as throwing Lando in there, he's got a top five on four of the last five races of the to end the season last season. It's hard to go back and look too much into last season, but you can still carry that momentum. We've seen drivers carry the momentum from one season to the next that's the most recent sample that we've got to go on. So I think that that's a good thing to throw in there when it comes to the double um, points finish. So top six plus 220, podium 750, top two plus 2,500, fastest lap, which, uh, by the way, we'll get into the fastest lap a little more later, but anybody can hit the fastest lap here. Last year it was Joe Guan Yu. So uh, anybody can get it done, right? And then uh, double points finish for McLaren, minus 137. I think all those are over on Caesars. All you got to do is throw those soft tires on for a lap and try to get yourself a championship point, even though it, all you're doing is just stealing it away from Max Verstappen. Uh, Daryl, with a little discouragement in the chat, as far as my bet is concerned, uh, he's saying that Alpine is said to have had a bad car or is going to have a bad car this year. Uh, he said that they told the drivers they aren't expected to be competitive. Hey, listen... That's sad. I, I I didn't hear that, unfortunately. And I'm hopefully Rod. They're I just would. playing games. They're fucking with everybody. Yeah. Come out like like Alonzo last year and like bam, hit you in the face. You didn't even see it coming. I mean, listen, and Daryl, for that matter, I'm I'm okay if they have a bad car. I would just like a tenth place car. Like I'm not even asking Ooh. for them to be in the top six, right? I mean, and if bad for and them is tenth place, then bad for them is tenth place. The off season stuff, it's it's so hard with all the noise because there's so many different things and you hear all these different things. And that was something I'd stumbled across. And, but I mean, is it, has this team just completely given up? They're just going to come into the season and say, fuck it. We're going to finish last every week and we'll see you in 2025. Like, no, he still wants to drive. Well, uh, you know, that everybody on the team wants to work hard. Uh, so yeah, that stuff's floating out there. I mean, you come into last season and, you know, did you expect before the season that Alonzo's going to end up on the podium right away? No, but I don't, I mean, I'd be shocked if anybody had that bet coming into the season. Uh, you know, did we think that by the end of the year, McLaren was going to be maybe arguably next best to Red Bull? No, we kind of had him in that next group, but I, so, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's so tough with all the off season noise. You hear all the different things, you hear the different narratives, what's true, what's not true. You know, who's actually showing out? Who's holding back? It's all a big game of chess. And, you know, it, until we get a couple races in, we're going to start to really get the picture. But for now, we can lean back on what we have have seen in the past at this track, what we've seen most recently from the drivers, and, and what we believe on people going into the season. 
my hope, Daryl, is that they're putting that out there just so other teams start to overlook them, and then they they start to punch and, and hit hard. Boom! He lands on the he lands up on the on the podium. Uh, Preston saying, "Holy shit! I just got home from work, and Rod looks like he dressed for an awards show. We're giving out Max. I mean, we already gave that a, a while ago. Yeah, you Look missed it. We already presented. We actually had Max on." I uh, go back watch the beginning of the show. We presented him with the trophy for 24, 25, 26. We just got the next three seasons out of the way. Knocked it out. Uh, <laughs> you wear a college shirt, and everybody thinks that you're fancy. I, I like that. Uh, <laughs> one more question before we go into my next bet. Uh, JDK asking if we think Mercedes is looking for a new number one or a new number two to Russell. I think it's probably more yeah, like a number two to number Russell. Two. Yeah. I, I think so. I think Russell's been tapped to be the number one for a while. I think they've they've had their eyes. Man, I... I hate how much I'm not on him coming into the season because I was so big on him last year and it burned me. Um, but I, he's got a really bright future as well. Um, and, and, you know, if Mercedes kind of figures things out quickly, he could be a real, real threat quickly. Um, so he's definitely going to be a guy to keep an eye on. I mean, who do they land that would upset him from that number one spot? You know, I mean, a, a guy like Checo, if you bring him in, he's probably going to be the second fiddle. You bring signs in, he's going to play second fiddle. I mean, maybe you land a Daniel Ricardo, but does he jump to number one? I mean, I mean a, maybe that's like the one spot you could see. There's a lot maybe, of F2 but, guys, though, that are chomping at the bit. Yeah, to get a ride and, too, and those so. guys aren't going to jump in and be the number one right away, I don't think. I mean, there's not a, you know, even a Piastri, who is, you know, one of the most touted F2 guys in a while, he comes in and he's number two to Lando for now. We'll see if that lasts, right? But starting that way, so I, I think they're just looking for a number two, really. Yep, I concur. Uh, all right, I am going to lay out my next bet, and I've got Valtteri Botas as a points finisher. Here's the thing: when you look oh, back what? at Valtteri Botas, <laughs> yeah, I should have probably looked at Rod's bets before I finished putting my bets. Cody so. didn't look at my bets. What? Oh, yeah, good job. <laughs> well, at least we know we're both on this one. Hey, uh, we both landed on this one independently, so that's great. Let's just do it together. Uh, Valtteri Botas as a five to one uh, points finisher. I'm telling you right now, I know when you look back at last season for Valtteri Bottas, two, was it, three points finishes. Uh, there was one at LaSalle, there was one at Montreal, and the other one came at Bahrain. If this guy's going to get a top 10 finish, it is going to be in Bahrain. Doesn't matter what he drives, this dude has gotten a top 10 finish in all but one of his starts on this track. In Williams equipment, in Mercedes equipment, in Alfa Romeo equipment, in Kick stake, uh, medium rare, sauber, uh, saber rattler. I don't know whatever it is. Uh, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, I get you know me. I love to get things right, so I will. I will say the sauber team. Um, it doesn't matter what he drives. The guy just continues to get top ten finishes. His average finishing position at uh, Bahrain is six point three. In the last, let's just even go back. In 2014, 8th. 2015, 4th. 2016, 9th. Then 3rd. Then 2nd. Then 2nd. Then 8th. Then 8th. Then 3rd. Then 6th. Then 8th. Started 12th in last year's and still finished 8th. So, doesn't matter what's happening around him. He just finds his way inside of the top 10 at this track. No matter where else he goes and finishes outside of the top 10, you know that Valtteri Botas starts the season off with a points finish regardless of how south his season goes after that. So 5-1 to one for something that has hit every single year since 2015? Yes, please. I'll take that every day and twice on Sunday or Saturday. Yeah, so even. in general, we try not to land on the same bet. Usually 
I try to beat Rod to the sheet so he can have to make up his own bets. But Rod <laughs> did beat me to the sheet. I did not look ahead, and I didn't even realize until you said it that we had the same bet. This is my next bet as well. And I think it's that's a great point that we landed on this sh- independently. We each came here out of, of our own you know, free will, and we both landed on Bodice to be in the points uh, for a time finish or for a points finish at five to one. I think it's a really good bet. You laid out a great case. You know, you mentioned his, his uh, points finishes last season, but what's even more stands out to me nine times he finished in the top 12 rod. So he was right there on the edge of the point. Even if he's not always getting in the points a lot, he's always right there on the edge. He's getting close to the, to the points. And again, this is a race where generally every year we see a couple of power units, we see an issue here, an issue there, a battery, whatever it is. A few drivers drop out of the race. That elevates a guy like Bottas up there. Um, like you mentioned, he finished last season. He was, what, eighth? He was sixth in 2022. Um, you know, And both of those were in the Alfa Romeo. And then, of course, before that, he was in Mercedes. So elevated results, as you would expect. But he's been solid here throughout his career. Even once he's come over to this Alfa Romeo, now Sauber team, um, it's been good results for for Valtteri Bottas. So I think it's great that we both landed on this one independently. Um, and I think that that just reinforces why you should bet it at five to one for Bottas to finish in the points over on Caesars. Well, and again, you're not seeing these points finishes like this uh, in general. I mean, a lot of these points finishes are not to the point where you want to take it. And at five to one for yeah. a guy that's done it every single year, yeah. except for one that he's ever been in this race, like how can you pass that up? It doesn't even have to be a, 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 like it could be a 10th place finish and he's still cashing this for you because it's points. Right? It's just insane. Like he's gotta be better than half the field. And he has been. So Yeah, exactly. And I think that that's a great point is the number. I mean, you look at some of these guys, right? You got minus eight hundreds at the time. Obviously, Max doesn't count, but past that, even guys are minus eight hundred to finish some points. And there's not a ton of value on the board, but you're getting value on a guy who's done it multiple times, every time, really. And you know, and has the capability of being at least within the range of the points. And again, if you're new to F one betting, points finishes top 10 that's points paying uh spots in the f1 out of the 20 cars that are that are in the field so um he just has to finish in the top 10 out of the 20 cars he's been at least 12th in nine races last season so we know he can get close we know he can get it done uh so yeah i love the bodice one and i'm, I'm glad we're both on it. me too uh all right well then i guess it's my turn i will give you a uh, lewis hamilton bet uh, i'm gonna put Lu- you want to talk about somebody that does things almost every single time that he sets foot on this, right? Lewis Hamilton has 16 starts. In those 16 starts, he has stood on at least one of the steps of the podium 11 times. He has only been outside of the podium five times in his entire career on this track since 2007. So I'm going to give him a podium finish. His number for that is at plus 210, which again, it's kind of a weird number because I know that he didn't necessarily uh, reach that pinnacle quite a bit in his time last season. In fact, he only had six podiums in 22 starts last season. So I'm sure they're probably thinking to themselves, well, he probably can't get it done. Uh, and, and to really even further that point, fifth place is what his finish was here last season. So he didn't even finish on the podium last season at all. But before that, that was his first time since the 2014 season that Lewis Hamilton did not find himself on the podium. In 2014 and 2015, he won the race. The next year in 2016, third. Second in 2017, third in 2018. 
won three in a row between 2019 and 2021, and then third in 2022 before finally having to settle for fifth place in 2023. But I'm telling you right now, this dude is freaking money on this track. I don't care about the noise. He's he's a dead duck right now, or lame duck, not a dead duck, a lame duck for a couple of seasons until he goes to Mercedes. He's going to want to just go out. He's got nothing. I mean, quite literally nothing to lose at this point. Multiple-time champion, one of the best in the sport, right? I mean, there's really not much you can't say about this guy that hasn't already been said, but I think plus 210 is a just a steal of a number for him to find himself on the podium again and and, and to break the podium uh, drought that he's in. <laughs> one season <laughs> of a podium drought for him on this track. So, I, yeah, get, get him back on the podium. Uh, at plus 210 for Lewis Hamilton. Again, not picking him to really win, but at the same time, I think, uh, yeah, you can get him a third-place finish at the very least or second uh, and and safely cash that at plus 210. Yeah, I, I like it. Hard to argue too much against it. Um, Lewis is Lewis, man. It's <laughs> he's, he's a tough guy to argue against, so not even going to try. All right, Rod, to round it out, going to take uh, the dartboard out this week. Going to just throw some some... Sadly, they have caught on our. They have caught on to us. They've been listening, and they've really just kind of nuked the fastest laps. Damn it. We're not getting all the great fastest lap numbers we were getting last year. That was kind of our way. You know, it's like giving out outright winners. A lot of times, you could just hit on a fastest lap, and we did that multiple times last year. The numbers have gotten a little worse. Kind of want to see what we've got for some of the smaller numbers first. But I'm just going to take the darts out. I think that last year kind of proved anyone can set the fastest lap this year if, if they throw on the right tires at the end and get it done. Um, and, you know, if you want to kind of put this back towards the NASCAR gambling podcast and look at last, the, you know, this past week, Michael McDowell comes out and he almost sits on the pole at Daytona. He's on the front row and he's fast. And then the next week we get him at a long shot number and it's like, well, they went all in on Daytona and they're probably not going to do it. And we give it out a 30 to one and boom, it hits because it just made too much sense. Look, Joe Guan Yu got the fastest lap here last season. How am I not going to bet on 150 to 1, Rod? Is he going to get the fastest lap this year? Probably not. There's a reason it's 150 to 1, right? But was he going to get the fastest lap last year, Rod? Probably not. And look what happened. He got it. So going to go back to the well. Did it last season. I think he can win it again. Um, and really, if you look at the top four last season, as far as fastest laps go, Joe Guanyu, Pierre Gasly, Lando, and Logan Sargent. No Max Verstappen, no Lewis Hamilton, no. Ch I mean, just goes to show you, just to to go out there and set the fastest lap, it doesn't have to just be the guys that are dominating, killing the rate. You know, Max is winning by ten thousand seconds. Wants to make a pit stop to 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 set a fastest lap, but it doesn't always happen. And we saw more times last year than we didn't that Max didn't have the fastest lap despite winning basically every race. So I think it's worth a, a shot at throwing something like that out there. Also, like Daniel Ricardo, 100 to 1. Mostly, I just wanted to find a way to bet on Daniel Ricardo, uh, but this was the best way I could find to do it. Look, uh, Red Bull seems to be putting a little more into this team. They've got the big sponsorship with the name change now, right? And, and maybe a little more influx in here. You got to think they're maybe running a little bit of older Red Bull cars, which have been pretty fucking decent over the last couple of years. So maybe those will work out pretty good. We know Ricardo's a talented guy. Can he go out for one lap and just lay down a burn, you know, a heater and grab a point by having the the fastest lap out there? Absolutely, he can. A hundred to one. Look, 
again, long shot for a reason. You have to understand that. I'll just go throw the mortgage on it. But it's something that's possible. We saw it last season. I think it can happen again. So Joe Guan Yu, 150 to 1. Ricardo, 100 to 1. Like both of those for my fastest lap dart throws. And then also, I'm going to go to the winner's market because it's the first race of the season. This is what we do, Rod. Give me Sean LeClaire, 9 to 1 to win this race. Look, he is, is he second favorite on the board? I just had the odds pulled up. Um, yeah, it's yeah, it's Max Verstappen minus 300. Shaw is at plus 900 as the second favorite guy. Um, that's a big swing. Look, it's the first race of the season. We've seen things go wrong before. Two seasons ago, Max didn't even finish this race. It's it's not a foregone conclusion. Maybe Ferrari hits gold with something. They come out, and it's killer. They crush it. I think 9-1 is a good enough number to give me who should be the second best guy in the field, according to the odds, all the way at 9-1. to one. Um, So, yeah, give me give me Shaw Leclerc 9-1 to one to win this race. Maybe Max slips up. Maybe something happens. I, I don't I don't believe that Red Bulls is going to come out and be flat on their face. I think that's you know the most unlikely thing to happen. But wrecks happen, has an issue in qualifying, uh, you know, a battery, a power unit, whatever the deal is. We've seen issues in these first races as the teams get to the bugs worked out. Um, and and you know, maybe they found the super fast, super speed mode that he wins every other race the rest of the season, but it fails this first race. You never know. Nine to one, Charles Leclerc. I think he's gonna be on the podium. I think he's going to be in the mix. I think he'll have an opportunity to win this race. Uh, so like him to get it done at 9-1. to one. You can find him at 10-1 to one over on DK. Oh. So jump well, up that actually, one. Actually, breaking news, I'd like to change my pick. Uh, Shaw Leclerc to win 10-1 to one over on DraftKings. There you go. Official pick. Thanks I love that. it. Uh, all right. I'm going to go with the winner without, which is something you don't see in NASCAR. Uh more often that than not. We've gotten it a couple times. Kyle Larson odds this week. Maybe we should get that. I know, right? <laughs> uh, but this is the winner without Max Verstappen. I mean, they, they, because they've gotten to the point where it's very hard for people to actually put money on minus 300, even though it usually hits more often than it doesn't. I'm sure the play on it is not as the books want. So they've started offering us the winner without Max Verstappen market. Uh, and I'm going to go with uh, Sergio Perez at plus 280, his Red Bull teammate. Doesn't seem like it's that far of a stretch, and it doesn't seem like it's that big of a of a risk, right? I mean, obviously, we know that Red Bull is the fastest in the garage. It has been over the last few seasons, and it's normally been Max that is in it, but Checo's done his fair share. He had four second-place finishes last season. One of those just happened to be here at Bahrain. He actually has a win in Bahrain as well. He won in 2020 in the second race of that season. Um and so he's definitely been in the mix, right? I mean, this is a, a guy that we were talking about just a second ago. Really, honestly, his future is sort of up in the air. He really has to prove. And at some points last season, he was driving to save his job, essentially. And then he came through and then had disappointing weeks the next week. And they were talking about it again where, oh, man, is this going to be Checo's last season? Or not really last season, but like is Checo on life support? And so he would pretty much love to squash all of that. And a second-place finish to his teammate would definitely go a long way, especially uh, in a situation where he did it last season. If Red Bull does come out and, and do one, two, and look, even if uh, Perez ends up winning this race at 14 to one, by the way, over on DK, if you want to find that, if you want to really just sprinkle something on Perez to be the winner, if Max does happen to, to geek out and, and Perez is right there, you still get the without, right? If Max stays in and Perez is second, you get that. Uh, or you get the 14 to 1 and the plus 280. So it's up to you how you want to do it. Uh, but I still think that plus 280 with uh, Perez without Perez the winner without Max Verstappen is a good bet because it allots for the fact that we think Max is going to win. And 
I don't know that you can go into any single race from now until he retires not thinking that he can win. Um, I, I hate to say it, and it sounds utterly boring to continue to say something like that week after week, but until he proves otherwise, you have to say it, right? He's forced you into a point where every single analysis uh, of him or every single analyst of him has to start with, yeah, he's probably going to win the race. So what do we do if, if that happens? So bet uh, Sergio Perez to win this race without Max Verstappen. And then to get an even funner, more fun way to get it on Max winning, uh, I'm going to take the following. <laughs> For Max to just pretty much dominate the entire weekend, to win the pole, to set the fastest lap, to win the race, Max Verstappen plus 230. It's the really the only way that you can get any real value betting Max to win this race is to throw in the fastest lap and and the pole. I mean, you could get good value with him to win the, to get the fastest lap and the win, but you get better value if you have him set the pole. I, I honestly I don't have to sit here and and if you especially if you're an F1 follower uh, and tell you the the probabilities of all those happening and all those happening in one race. But if you're brand new to F1, just know that Max Verstappen is perennially on the pole, especially last season. He's, he won, what was it, uh, 16 races last year, right, when there's only 22 in the entire season. So Max he went 19? Not, it was 19. Yeah. Jesus Christ. 19 See, to 22. Math is hard. <laughs> 19 to 22. He only lost three races uh, in that. He had 12 poles the entire. Now, the pole was the, the only part that was part of the weakest part of his game, uh, which I say that, but uh, 12 of 22, he still only didn't sit on the pole 10 times. And of those... He was in second place in two of them and fifth in the other. All right, I'm sorry. He was 15th, started 15th in Jeddah, second in Baku. I'm looking at his finishes. Rod's eyes <laughs> shifting in the wrong parts of it. Uh, but the second in, in Hungary, uh, second in Monza, sec he still started in the front row on most of the ones that he wasn't on the pole. So I'm telling you right now, the only really way you can get value on this, this Max Verstappen win is to just pile on everything and uh, thankfully, Caesars does that. So give me the pole, the fastest lap, and the win, uh, plus 280 over there on, or plus 230, rather, over there on Caesars for Max Verstappen. Yeah, if you want to get on the Max train, I mean, that's the way to do it, right? Minus 300 is pretty tough to lay to win it. Uh, we're not going to give that betting advice out there. For I know you only pay the juice if you lose, Rob, but uh, that's that's a lot of juice. But and, that's uh, a lot of orange <laughs> juice, man. They're, seriously, I don't want to drink a gallon in order to benefit from the from the yeah yeah so uh yeah that's a great way to get in on him and i mean look we know that he is capable of doing all of those things and we know that he can go out there and just set the fastest lap just to make a point if he wants to um and so yeah the, the long shots are fun and and you know, he didn't get it here last year but doesn't mean he won't do it just to go out there and, and show everyone up uh right away so uh, i think it's a good pick catch up on the chat real fast uh jdk wants to know if Ocon would be good in the mercedes Daryl says Ocon's French, unlikely to leave the French team. I have to agree with JDK here. says, I know the French are proud, but wouldn't winning come first? A um, couple of things interesting there. So Toto Wolf was actually, I believe, the manager for Ocon uh, back in like 2015. So he's got that relationship. He was the reserve driver, I believe, in 2019 for Mercedes. So he's already got strong ties there. I know there's the French connection where he's at right now, but... Do you pass up on a chance to go race at Mercedes if you get the chance? I don't think I would, Rod. Uh, so I don't know. It'll be interesting. Again, it's going to be interesting to see how that shakes out. Does Carlos Sainz just 
you know, they just flip. He would be probably, probably be a pretty good fit there. Uh, we know he's a very talented driver as well. So it's going to be a fun to watch that saga unfold, especially when we get next year's Drive to Survive. Uh, that's going to be a lot of fun to uh, see how that all pans out. Yeah, and again, if somebody offers you a pretty ton of money, it's it's yeah. Uh, Daryl saying in his opinion, and, Perez signs Ocon. Yeah, I mean that I I yeah. can't argue uh, with that. That's probably yeah. Perez is I don't know. He's in such good equipment that it's hard to sometimes always measure how he's doing. But mm-hmm. I, I think that probably is the the path, right? And and if Perez stays at at Red Bull, you know, signs. We'll see what what other offers are out there for him. It probably likely would be the best thing he could get. So. Maybe that's how it works. Maybe they won Ocon. Who knows? Again, it'll be fun to to watch the saga play out. It will indeed. Uh, all right. Well, get out your pen and papers. We're going to go over the bets for this Bahrain Grand Prix 2024 edition. Uh, I love it because Cody got to the dock a little bit later. He put max minus like 200 million. It was it's insane. Uh, that's not not it. So we won't go. Uh, Cody started you out with Leclerc as a podium finisher at plus 105. I said that Leclerc. Alonzo and Gasly would all be points finishers at plus 360. Cody bringing the car lift to F1, having Piastri in the top six at plus 220, put him on the podium at plus two uh, plus 750 as a top two finisher at 25 to one, having the fastest lap at 40 to one, and then uh, throwing in a d- uh, double points finish for McLaren at minus 137. I gave you, and so did Cody, uh, Valtteri Botas to finish inside of the points at five to one. I also gave you Leclerc, or I'm sorry, Lewis, to finish on the podium at plus 210. Cody said that Joe Guan Yu would have the fastest lap of the race at 150 to 1, and tossed in Daniel Ricciardo to also have the fastest lap, or, you know, or have the fastest lap at 100 to 1, and then Leclerc to win the race at 100, uh, 10 to 1, rather, on DK. Ooh, that'd be great at 100. Ooh, 100 to 1 would be a great deal. I'd definitely take that. Uh, <laughs> if you find that out there, go ahead and see. <laughs> if you find that out there, then your book is sleeping. Uh, I said that the winner without Max Verstappen would be Sergio Perez at plus 280 and then tossed in the pole fastest lap and race winner all as Max Verstappen. Uh, that you can find at plus 230. Maybe you can find a better price. Please do. Uh, but yeah, that is the, that's the pick, man. That's the betting cards for the first race of the season. Cody, we are now into regular season form. How good do you feel? It's just, it's so beautiful. I love it. So happy to be back into racing season. NASCAR's back. F1's back. IndyCar's right around the corner. Let's fucking go. Let's go. Uh, again, the practices start early this week, so please make sure you're up on that. I love watching practices. Yeah. I love yeah, it glad all. We got this, glad we got this in on Monday early. Get get chance to get these in before we get practices. And uh, If you're new to F1 betting, odds shift more in F1 than any other sport that I've seen. Uh, practice will, will sway things heavily. Qualifying starting position, extremely important in F1. So uh, things will change a lot. They'll shift a lot. So if you like any of these now, Get in on them because they're very, very likely to change uh, before race time. Indeed. Uh, all right, everybody. And yes, Will. Will saying race is Saturday. Like yep. we said, yes. Get your picks in early. So if you're in in fantasy stuff, which, Rod, we do have a fantasy league out there on, on DraftKings that we're doing. It's going to be year-long, one-time buy-in at the beginning of the season. Uh, we'll keep track of year-long points. There are quite a few people signed up already. So if you're interested, hit me up at Husker underscore Z. We'll get you signed up in there um, or hit me up in the Discord, wherever. Get you get you in there. We're gonna do a side five dollar game a week too for cash. You don't have to play in that, but the the season long one's fun. 
Also got a season-long IndyCar uh, league that are getting set up, too. There's not many options out there for IndyCar Fantasy, but trying to break into that. So got a p- couple people, but I would like to get some more. So if you're interested, hit me up for both of those, and uh, we'll get you in and get you signed up. And <sighs> open-wheel season is here. Got to love it. Indeed. Speaking of IndyCar, Alex Pelot pacing the field on the first day of preseason testing. So let's go. All right, Cody, as we duck out, as we duck out, (laughs) let everyone know where they can find you outside of the confines of this space. Yep. Find me on the X at Husker underscore Z. You can find all my work over there. A ton of fun stuff. Check out the NASCAR gambling podcast. If you don't know us from over there and uh, let's go win some money uh, over on. And again, YouTube too. Don't forget about that. We're over on YouTube on the NASCAR gambling podcast channel easier to keep it all over there so check us out over there hit the subscribe the bell it'll notify you when we go live as well and uh let's go win some money on f1 this weekend it's f1 season baby bahrain let's go can't wait enjoy the rest of your week everybody enjoy your tickets enjoy the race we'll see you back here next week to set up race two of the season until then let's go racing and let it ride